Huddling Up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. Warren County Lady Pioneers fall in the region semifinals. The York Institute Dragonettes win their first region title since 2006. And the Van Buren County Lady Eagles prepare for a home sub-state game against Clark Rain. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. Beautiful Saturday at on Interstate Drive. It's the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. My name's Jacob Vincent. Jake Wallman back in the Rock 93.7 studios bringing you the sights and sounds of Chick-fil-A this morning. A lot of great basketball action across the Upper Cumberland throughout this week and some region titles being decided Wednesday and Thursday nights and of course sub-state games tonight for the girls, Monday night for the boys as well. Right now let's bring you a recap of all the action this week and we'll go through all the region titles through this week a recap of the region championships. On Wednesday night the girls got uh, got playing in Class A. Van Buren County beat Whitwell for the Region 3 single A crown 53-41. to Lady Eagles get their first region title since 2016. We'll be joined by Coach Tyler Sapp towards the end of the program today. The Pickett County Lady Bobcats win another region crown as they beat Clark Range in a close one, 58-56 to Wednesday night. For the Bobcats, it was their fourth win over Clark Range this season and their first region title since 2018. Moving ahead to 2A girls basketball, the York Institute Dragonettes won Region 3 AA as they beat Smith County 57-20 for their first region title since 2006. Coach Michael Green will break down the win and preview their sub-state matchup with East Nashville during the show today as well. In Class 3A, Upperman and Livingston Academy, man, they met in an epic battle for game number four this season. It went to overtime. Lady Bees eventually won their second straight region title and won the game 44-37. Bees senior Jayla Cobb finished with 21 points in the win. In 4A, the Cookville Lady Cavaliers back on top again in Region 5. 4A as they took down Green Hill for the fourth time this season. Doubled up the Hawks 50-25 to to host Substate tonight against Hillsboro. Over on the boys' side, Van Buren County battled a talented Chattanooga prep squad and fell 72-57. Pickett County almost got revenge for their season-ending loss last year to East Robertson. Ended up falling in a close one, 47-43 to the Indians in the Region 4 single-A title game. In 2A, we get a special treat today as we'll be joined by head coach Rodney Pyle and the York Institute Dragons a little later on. They were the winners of Region 3 AA as they took down Watertown 63 45. White County, they may be one of the hottest teams in the state right now in 3A. They beat Stone Memorial for the Region 4 3A title 70 to 48 Wednesday night. They played that one just a, a day earlier. Well, one of the teams that fell in the region semis is we're now joined by Warren County girls basketball head coach Anthony Lippi via telephone on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Lady Pioneers went 23-9 and on the season, fell to a very good Bradley Central team in the region 3-4A semifinals this past Monday. Coach, obviously not how you want a season to end, but what did you think of the season for the Lady Pioneers? Well, it definitely uh, wasn't the way we wanted to end. We felt like we could, you know, we wanted to take that next step since we got put out last year uh, in the region semis by Bradley again. But uh, just wanted to take that step. But but like you said, um, it's tough. We lost in the district championship by three, which would have, you know, put us on the other side of the bracket. I thought, you know, the better matchup was Cleveland. Um, but we, we lost that game, so I had to play Bradley, and, and, and playing at their place was 
was tough. Um, we fought back though, and you know it was a four point game with with about two minutes left, um, and just had to foul late, and they ended up winning by eight. But um, it's still a great season. These seniors have accomplished a lot this year. Coach, it's back-to-back region semifinal appearances uh, that you had mentioned a little earlier on now for the girls' program. Last year was well, really one of the first times in quite a long time you guys were able to host that ball game as well. Uh, do you hope that you're setting the standard now for Warren County girls' basketball to perennially be back in these ball games year in and year out? Well, I mean, I, I definitely think that's the standard. Um, and anything less is not acceptable. I mean, that's what you want to do as a as a coach and to build a program um, that has success year after year. Um, now, with this with this senior group, you know, this is a special group that came in with me in year one, um, and uh, you know, very strong group. We knew we could build around, and and we're just trying to to show the other girls within the program what it looks like to, to have success and to build a foundation and, and the expectations. But I think they understand that, you know, if, if, you, if you don't put in the work that's required, you don't get the results. And, and that's a testament to this group of seniors is that, you know, they went beyond the practice floor. And a lot of times, you know, you get in season, you're scouting, you're doing your scout teams and you're, you're worried about the other team and what they do. And, and you don't get to, uh, really work on all the individual things that you would like to day in and day out. And, and that's where the out, outside, you know, work has to come in. And so I think our girls understand what it takes. Um, it's just now are they willing to put in the work to have success year after year. And so that's what you hope to do as a coach. And I think we understand now. But, you know, losing this group is going to be a big a big hit for us, and we're just looking to see that the the next girls, the underclassmen, are are needing to step up and and fill some big shoes. Talking with head coach Anthony Lippy of the Warren County Girls Basketball Program, right here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I know you can talk about this senior class for quite some time. You just mentioned it. They've been with you since you've been there as head coach. Five seniors on the roster this year. Uh, if it just kind of, can you put into words what they mean to you and what what kind of impact they are leaving on this Lady Pioneers program? Well, absolutely. I mean, they they are a testament to all the success that we've had. Um, because, you know, like I said, it had been over 40 plus years, uh, even last year since we had, um, won a, a region, uh, you know, quarter for a region game, hosted a game. I believe that was the first one in the Char- Charlie Dalton gym that, that we've hosted, um, you know, 220 plus win, you know, back to back seasons, um, you know, things that haven't been done in, in a long time. I mean, these girls, the last two years have went 47 and 17 um, with a 73%, just shy of 75% win percentage. You know, that that's just hard to do uh, and hasn't been done in a long time. And, and um, if ever, you know, I don't, I don't know that back-to-back seasons like this has been, been done by a Warren County Lady Pioneer team. Um, but, just uh yeah they're special i mean that's that's all you can say is how how special of a group that they are and the great leadership that they've they've uh you know brought through this program and and you know that's going to be a legacy that they can hang their hat on and you know hope that that future uh, you know teams and the future players can can carry on and just sort of pass the torch on to them you hope that it keeps burning hot 
Lastly, Coach, I'll leave you with this. Uh, obviously, you, lo- you lose the senior class this year. You've talked about how it's going to be hard to replace them, but uh, still some exciting pieces coming back next year. What excites you the most about this upcoming season come fall time? Yeah, I mean, you, there's a lot of opportunity. There, there's, I mean, of course, you bring Sable Winfrey uh, back as a point guard. You've got um, Lex Verge has had a lot of minutes for us. Uh, this year, and uh, Bree Taylor has seen the floor quite a bit, and then then you've you've got um, some girls. You know, we've got one coming back from uh, injury, and in Bella Pennington. She's not seen the floor. She got injured her her sophomore year with an ACL, and you hope that she can, you know, come back and and make some noise. And you know, you've got some other guards and Kennedy Peg, and and some other younger ones that that are coming. Not a whole lot of experience, but. You hope that you know they they work, you know, and they put in the time and the effort and in the off season and and like I said, there's there's some there's some spots available for whoever wants to step up and take those minutes. So it's going to be exciting to to see who's willing to put the time in and the work in over over summer and and see who wants to to uh, take on those major roles that are that are going to be unfilled as of right now. That's Warren County head basketball coach Anthony Lippi of the girls' basketball program. The Lady Pioneers starting to build that tradition year after year. Another successful season this year in the region semifinals for the second straight year after not being there for quite some time. Coach Lippi, we appreciate the time. Congrats on another successful season. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Coming up next on the High School Playbook, we'll be joined by head coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Boys Basketball Program and Michael Green of the York Institute Girls as you listen to the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook continues. Meet the athletes in your backyard. UCSportsNation.com Welcome back to the High School Playbook here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, presented by Mountain Barn Builders, the live edition of the High School Playbook every Saturday morning. It's Substate Saturday for girls' basketball teams around the Upper Cumberland. However, right now we're going to talk some boys' basketball. The Jackson County Boys Basketball Program saw their season cut short in the Region 3-2A semifinals Tuesday night as they fell to Watertown in a low-scoring affair. We're now joined by Blue Devils coach Kevin Thomas by telephone. Coach, what were your thoughts on this season for Jackson County Boys Basketball? Well, I just I thought we really had a, a great season. I, you know, going into the year, losing some kids. You know, we lost three that we thought would be our top eight from this summer, and uh, guys decided not to play. And you know, some of these kids that had to play a significant amount of minutes for us were probably kind of forced into that build at the beginning of the year. And I just thought they really come together really well and played for each other. And, and it was just a really fun year to coach this group of boys. Coach, I quickly want to ask about that Watertown game. It's a Purple Tigers team that has kind of been on on upset watch every single game they've played here in the postseason. It was a very low-scoring ball game. What did Watertown do well in the semifinals to make it difficult? Well, I just thought they did a good job. of. Uh, uh, they kind of doubled, kept a guy under the rim there for Kendrick, trying to keep him from you know, getting shots that are really close to the basket and then you know, they face-guarded Waylon Kennedy, to, uh, not letting, you know, didn't want him to get open look there at the three. And, uh, you know, they just made, made some other guys have to score the ball, and, and we just didn't get it done. And uh, But I thought they did a good job defensively. 
Coach, you had mentioned kind of how different your team had been since the start of the season to this point, and we have talked about it this season as well. You were really trying to figure out who you were going to play, both in starting roles and then who was going to have to step up. And then, of course, you had Jordan come back from an injury midway through the season. How proud were you of your guys for just being so resilient and being able to come together, like you said, this season and play some good basketball? I was really proud of them. I, I just... Uh from kids like uh, Brady Smith, who's a sophomore that, uh, you know, come in, played significant amount of minutes before Jordan got back. And, you know, freshman Alex Maddens had to come in for us, uh, you know, all year and come in and try to help us out as a freshman. And, you know, and then Alex Johnson, who, uh, you know, really and truly, uh, he, he had to play inside for us probably half the year, you know, till January before Jordan got back. And, then when he got back, he had to move back out to the perimeter, and just a just a just a utility guy that just done so much uh, for us, and and you know, and then that my core group with uh, Hayden, Stacy, and Kendrick, and Jordan, you know, those three guys just uh, you know they played a lot of basketball. I mean, uh, three of them has been three year starters. Kendrick's a two year starter and was a six man his sophomore year, and uh, we just uh, we they just had great careers. I, I told them uh, yesterday when we met about uh, how proud I was of them, of the career they'd had and, and the success we'd had since, uh, you know, them coming into that role. And, and it's just been a wonderful time being able to coach this group of kids for the last four years. Talking with head coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils basketball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned some of the seniors right there, five of them in total on the roster this year. Well, what have they meant to the program? You mentioned how many wins they've had in the last four years. Obviously, you've made some pretty deep postseason runs throughout that stretch as well. What, what kind of impact are they leaving on the Blue Devils basketball program? Well, you know, we talk about when you come in about leaving it better than what it was when you got there, and there's no doubt that this group has. Uh, you know, I just think the biggest thing that they're just good kids, good character kids on and off the floor, and these young guys being around them that much uh, off the court and in the dressing room of the influence they're going to have to impact their lives for their the rest of their career. and. You know, you see videos of young kids in Jackson County that uh, are dunking on a Nerf goal in their living room and wanting to be Kendrick Brown. You know, they, uh, I, I, they these kids understand the influence they have in our community, and, and they've just been wonderful role models. And, and uh, I couldn't ask for a better group of kids to have had coached, uh, uh, you know, this last few years. Well, while you do graduate a, a good amount of players this year, you have a lot of players that are coming back next year as well. Only two players outside of uh, those five seniors were not freshmen on the roster this year. How excited are you to be returning a good amount of players next year as well, all, all, the, all while pretty young group coming back too? We're young. I'm excited about this group, though. They are really hungry. Uh, you know, they really play. They play hard. Uh, we've had a terrific JV uh year this year uh you know these kids that they, they can handle it they can all shoot it a little bit uh we're going to be a completely different team no doubt for the next three years than what we've been the last few just we've been so post oriented and that kind of thing with uh with kendrick and ramon the last couple years but uh it's going to be a different style of basketball for jacks county for sure but i really think we're going to be competitive and and I've, uh, I just really think this group's got a great future ahead of them.
You mentioned changing the styles of play for Jackson County in the next few years. Uh, what, does it make it difficult for you, or is it kind of fun, a nice little fun challenge for you to kind of change the way that you have to coach this team? Well, I just you got to take it as a challenge, and yes, I do think it'll be fun. It's kind of, you know, it's it's a little bit different style than what I, you know, been accustomed to what I've done my whole coaching career. You know, I've I've really been fortunate to have you know some uh, some uh, pretty good post players even. For 24 years, I've been a head coach, and you know, right now we're kind of running this stretch. We're not, but well, we got some guards that are just really hard nosed and and they're passionate about the game and can shoot it. So it's going to be an exciting brand of basketball. You know, people like to see those threes made, you know, nowadays, and there's no doubt we're going to be capable of uh, having five people on the floor that can make it. So uh, I think it'll be an exciting brand of basketball. Another fun year for the Jackson County Blue Devils. That's head coach Kevin Thomas. The Blue Devils 20-9 and on the season and another exciting year coming up next year and might be shooting a little bit more from outside. Coach Thomas, we appreciate the time as always. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. The York Institute Dragonettes won their first region title since 2006 when they beat Smith County Wednesday night. We're now joined by girls basketball head coach Michael Green by phone. Coach, what was that moment like Wednesday night when you beat Smith County for the region title in Region 3 AA? Um, winning the region championship is huge. Uh, it's something that we, we've not done in the four years uh, that I've been here. Uh, we'd had that goal set this year, uh, last year and the year before we came up. Came up a little short and had to go on the road for sub-state. Uh, so that was definitely a, a goal that we wanted to achieve this year was, was getting that region championship that we hadn't gotten yet and uh, getting to get in the host of sub-state game. And, uh, it was just huge for the girls because, like I said, you know, that's the first one. I think, uh, I think, I think you said 2006 since the first uh, York Region Championship. So it was just a great, great night. And uh, you know, Smith County's a great team, and uh, you know, luckily we showed up and uh, was ready to play for four quarters. Yeah, of course, that was a Smith County team that was uh, kind of upset-minded at taking down Westmoreland in the semifinals and then getting ready to face you guys, trying to do the same thing. Uh, obviously, it looked like a pretty good win for you for you guys. Want to go back to the semifinal game as well. Uh, a good win over a good Cannon County team. You guys obviously playing some good basketball right now, haven't lost since mid-December. In the last couple games specifically, what's the team been doing pretty well? Uh, we've been uh, defensively. We've been uh, creating some turnovers with our pressure uh, and our trapping out of our pressure defense. Uh, we've been, uh, I would say, we've done a fairly, fairly good job of doing that. Create some turnovers uh, offensively. We've, we've had some highs and lows on offense, uh, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully Saturday we'll have it straightened out. Cannon County was a great team. I mean, they're huge. They've got, they've got a lot of size. Uh, they've got some shooters. Uh, and like you said, Smith County had, had the upset on their mind. And, uh, you know, anytime, anytime you get to this point of the season, every team you play is dangerous because it's elimination basketball. And if you're not ready to go, you know, you'll be going to the house. Coach, uh, your, your defense, you mentioned that. You guys are only allowing 31 points per game to opponents this season. Last season was about 39 points per game, so it's dropped about eight points uh, coming into this season. What improvements has the team made from last season to this season on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, you know, we've added Rayleigh Werner and Emma Cooper and uh, Josie Linder. She's, uh, she's getting a lot more minutes this year uh, now that she's back and healthy. Uh, just I think feel like we're more athletic, a lot more athletic, and we have more length than we had last year, and we're deeper. We've got more depth. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to be a pressing team if you've only got 
five players that, that you can have out there for four quarters. So, uh, depth-wise, has really helped us out, and uh, our, our length and our speed, uh, you know, is much improved from last year. Talking with head coach Michael Green of the York Institute Girls Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Well, Coach, I mentioned you guys haven't lost since December 13th. That was that Cookville game at Cookville, and you guys have won a lot of ball games since then. Do you think that weighs on the mind of the players at all? Does, does the pressure seem like it gets to them, or are they just focused on the task at hand and getting back to the glass house and trying to win the gold ball? Well, I think I think our seniors are seasoned enough and uh, you know enough to, to – make sure that everybody's ready to go and we're not uh, you know I, I try I remind everybody daily that you know record doesn't matter I don't even know what a record is we're not we're just concerned with the, with the game that we're fixing to play because that's most important you can't I've told them you can't look at these scores from other games and all this stuff you know we've just got to be able to play these teams and be able to, to adjust in games and uh, you know we've done a good job of doing that so far but yeah, I mean it doesn't you know I just keep reminding them you at this time of the year uh you know, you're not getting a trophy for what your regular season record was. Our goal is to get that gold ball, and, you know, we have to win every single game we've got from here on out. And, you know, hopefully we'll be prepared like we need to be, and we're not looking back at, you know, there's nothing, you know, there's no reason to be looking back and, hey, we won so many games and all this stuff because the next game that we've got is the most important, and, uh, you know, our ultimate goal is getting that gold ball. So, you know, record doesn't matter. And uh, I think your seniors have done a good job, and uh, even our – you know, Reese and, and Josie just a good job of making sure everybody's focused. And I, I think uh, I think everybody else just kind of follows the lead. And, uh, just a great group of great group of young ladies. Let's talk about that next game coming up. It's the sub-state matchup with an East Nashville team that's 23-8 and on the year. They fell to Community 70-52 to in the Region 4-2A championship game. What do you know about the Lady Eagles? I know they're very athletic. Uh, they like to uh, normally they like to they like to play a little faster. Uh, they'll, they'll press a little bit. Uh, they play some play some man the two three. They've got a really good uh, number thirties. Uh, I think she I don't know if she committed to Tennessee Tech. I know she's been offered, but uh, she's her best player. She can score from anywhere. Uh, you got to make sure you shut her down. Can't let her get hot. They've got a couple other shooters and uh, they've got some size. So. You know, it's a game where we're going to have to we'll have to follow the game plan, and uh, we're still trying to figure out, you know, exactly what we want to do with them, film-wise, and all that. And, uh, you know, hopefully, we'll have a good plan going in Saturday, and we'll have a huge crowd. Hopefully, and uh, we'll take care of what we need to do. Going to be a fun matchup. York Institute taking on East Nashville in the sectional round of 2A basketball. The Dragonettes trying to get back to the glass house for the second straight season. That's head coach Michael Green. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thanks for having me. We'll stick with more York Dragons basketball coming up after the break. Be joined live by head coach Rodney Pyle and some players from the boys basketball team for the York Institute Dragons, the champions in Region 3, AA as well. You're listening to the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.
Welcome back on the High School Playbook. We're joined now by the York Institute Dragons, who are 23-10 on the year. Region 3 AA champions. Joined now by head coach Rodney Pyle, Heath Lombarder, Blaine York, and Jack Jackson Conitzer as well for the Dragons basketball team. And uh, Coach, I'll start it off. You guys got a big win over Watertown in the region title game. It's the fourth region title for this York boys basketball team. For you, it's the second one as head coach. Take me through the Watertown game. That was a Watertown team that had kind of been upset-minded through their first few games. They took down Jackson County in the semifinals to make the championship game. How did you guys get the job done against Watertown in the championship? Well, I thought uh, to begin the game off, we had to come out aggressive. We we need to push the ball. We needed to, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, Jackson County and uh, Watertown in the region semis had scored in the 30s, 31 off there at the very end. And uh, I thought we did, we didn't need to get in that type of game. We need to make sure we we try to make them score 40, 50, 60 points to beat us, and and that's what we did. We was able to. Uh, come out aggressive. We got some good looks. We knocked down some shots early. We got us a nice lead. Uh, there in the second quarter, we kind of had a little lull. I think we only outscored them one point in the second. So, uh, but then in the third, we came back out and scored some more points and uh, and just made it hard uh, for them to come back. Got to go back to the semifinals as well. You guys had a wild comeback in that one. I believe it was a 14-0 run in the last three and a half minutes, if that sounds right. You guys win by about five in that ball game. How did how did you pull it off? What what kind of went into that comeback? Well, first off, Westmoreland's got a great team. They've got a great record. They've had a good team, good solid team all year long. Uh, they've got some good bigs and some good guards, and so they're a very well balanced team. And uh, we you know we were worried about them, and so we came out and and everything for us for the first three quarters was just a struggle. Uh, we couldn't get anything going offensively or couldn't get it going smoothly. And and finally there in the fourth quarter, we we started making it into a full court game. Uh, I know we went to, to to our 55, which is uh, deny everything, and uh, they cut a couple of runouts. Uh, but but looking back on it, those runouts were probably good because that kind of sped them up, and we needed to speed them up right then. And and so then we started getting some stops, and then somewhere around three three and a half minute mark, I think we got down as many as 12, maybe 13 there in the fourth quarter. Uh, but we you know had it at about nine with about three and a half to go, and we like you said went on about a 14 nothing run, one by four or five points and uh, you know just a tremendous effort by by the guys and uh, tremendous comeback by us. Well you beat Watertown <laughs> for the region title we'll send the mic on over to your senior and Blaine York and Blaine for you at four region titles in a row now of course coach Pyle's been with you for the last couple of years what was that what was that moment like for you to win the fourth region title? I mean it was crazy going into it I just I knew that I wanted to make history because I don't think anybody else at York's ever won four in a row so I just wanted to come in and put all I had out there to get my final one. For you coming back as a senior as well, of course you had Nick last year, you had Zach Bird as well, a couple of really good basketball players, and uh, you, you guys make the state tournament. Nick goes, so you had an injury in that state tournament game, but then you guys lose them. And you had to step up and be that leader, and you've been a pretty good leader for him. What, what kind of work have you put in to, to, to try to lead this team this year? Um, I really just tried in the offseason to put in some uh, work in the weight room because I've always been littler than everybody else, so I was trying to get bigger so that I could – handle my own even though I'm a smaller guard I could still use my physical being physical out there and to help with the bigger guards and stuff like that you mentioned kind of being one of the shorter guards out there how do you try to use that how what kind of strengths do you have to, to still get on the score column um shooting is the main one I had to learn how to shoot first thing freshman year I came in and I couldn't really shoot that well to be honest and I had to work really hard because I knew that I wasn't going to be getting in the paint any so just working around the perimeter 
driving in, kicking out to other people, just being smart with the ball. We'll go over to Jackson now. Jackson Conitzer, a junior on the basketball program, and uh, Jackson, obviously a fun win. I'll go back to the semifinals. What was that run like late in the ball game? Three and a half minutes to go. You guys are down by double digits, and you guys were able to come back and win. Yeah, I'd say pretty much uh, nobody believed in us, and I really just we all just wanted to win, and we did what we had to, and they did what they didn't need to do, and that ended up being bad for them, so that's what we did. How much confidence did it give you guys going into the region title? You're taking on a Watertown team that uh, you probably expected to beat them, but hey, they had knocked off a good amount of teams coming into the region championship game. It, did it help getting that win going into the region title game? Yeah, you can never underestimate a team like that, and especially like Watertown, because they, they hadn't won a district game all year, and then they make a huge run like that, so we can't underestimate any team, and we just play like we can, and that just got us to win. So. It's nine wins in a row now for your guys. Well, over the last couple of weeks, what do you think the team has been doing a really good job of? Uh, teamwork and solid defense and rebounding. That's our main three keys to winning, and if we just keep that up, we're going to keep on winning. That's how you usually get pretty deep in the postseason. We'll head on over to Heath now, and Heath, of course, the first-year player here at York uh, was at Pickett County last year. You come over, region champion now in, in AA and Region 3. I'll start it off there, though. What was the transition like kind of coming over? How welcoming was this Dragons basketball team when he did come over? Uh, it was very welcoming. I mean, you had a lot of friends and previous teammates from when you were younger coming along playing with and then kind of just everybody took you in, and then you kind of just molded together as the season went on. Did it take you a little bit, a few games or so, or a couple of weeks maybe to kind of get into the flow of things with this Dragons basketball team? Uh, it took a, just a little bit to get the team chemistry down because we were still out some football guys too. And so once we got everybody back together, we kind of just started meshing together around Christmas real good. Uh, so I've talked with Coach Pyle throughout the season kind of about that as well. You mentioned the, the football team, obviously. They made a pretty deep run as well. When you guys finally did mesh, what was that like? And I mean, what, what, what was that feeling like when, hey, we can do something pretty special this year? Uh, that's when basketball started getting real fun because we started playing more together as a team and we really saw what we were capable of being able to do. Did I see you hit a three in that in that last game against Watertown, or was that against Westmoreland? I hit one in both of them. Is, is that something you've been adding to your game this year? Um, yeah, shooting and being able to stretch the defense is always it always helps the team. Is that something you've kind of worked on throughout the season? Outside of that, what what else have you kind of added onto your game? I've just been able to shoot and then be more just confident and being able to like attack and drive and kick and just. Just try to be a better overall player. All right, cool. We'll go back to Coach Pyle now. And, uh, Coach, uh, I'll go back to the region title for you. It's the it's second one in a row. Obviously, you come in, you're an assistant. You've been here for three years. You were an assistant the first year, win a region title that year. How cool has it been that you've been able to, to continue this tradition of region titles the last four years? Yeah, you know, when, uh, when of course, uh, four years ago, Coach Tays, uh, of course, Coach Tays did a, f a fantastic job, wonderful job. And uh, I, I feel like he kind of got all this started. Uh, and so, uh, you know, he, he won two. Two, two region titles the year before they come in second in the region had to play on the road so this is uh, uh, York's fifth sub-state in a row so it's a pretty good accomplishment then uh, like you said three years ago coach uh, coach Whitey came came over and I was his assistant and coach Whitey did a phenomenal job that year and and then the last year so uh, the, the York boys right now just just feel like uh, you know we're going to be in it we're going to we're going to work hard we're going to get wins and uh, and that's just the mindset that we've got right now, and so hopefully we can keep that going, keep that spirit going. But uh, it's it's a good time right now to be a York Dragon. I want to ask you about Cascade before I do that, though. I want to go back to Blaine. And Blaine, uh, being a senior, you get one more home game at your home gym for a sub-state. How exciting is that for you? Oh, it's very exciting. The fan the fan base at York's 
second to none. I mean, they're probably the best fans I've ever had. The pep club comes out, always shows, I mean, sometimes disrespectful, but, you know, they get loud and <laughs> help us win a lot. All right, we'll go back to Coach Pyle. And Coach, uh, you got Substate coming up on Monday. It's going to be a home game for you. It's a Cascade team that's uh, got a pretty good record, 27-6, and undefeated in district play. They fell to Pearl Cone in the Region 4 AA game uh, by quite a bit. What do you know about this team? Well, uh, like you said, they've got a real good record. Um, you know, I, I, I challenge anybody to, in the, especially in AA, that could prove that they got a, a stronger uh, strength of schedule than we do. We've we've played uh, we've played teams uh, uh, that have been pretty good all year long, and so. Um, there's going to be several teams that we play is going to be down at the state tournament, so we're just hoping to be down there with them. But uh, uh, Cascade's got a really nice ball club. Uh, I know against uh, Pearl Cone, they played a lot of 2-3 uh, zone. Uh, looks like uh, most of the year they played a lot of man. Uh, I know number 12 is a really nice player. Number 4 is a good player as well. I know they got some complimentary. They they look like they've got a really decent size, not necessarily over oversized, not a, not necessarily a tall 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, guy, but they've got looks like got maybe a lot of 6'3", six, 6'2", six, guys. So, so overall, they're probably going to be a little taller than us. Uh, but we've got to dominate the boards, and we've got to make sure we take care of it and then get a good look. And, uh, of course, we're playing at home. Uh, our crowd, as, as Blaine said, is, is second to none. Our pep club does a great job. And uh, so we should have a huge home court advantage uh, Monday night. Um, so we're just looking forward to playing. Coach, I'll finish it with this. How much, how important is it to come out with a fast start? It's a team that's going to be making a long drive. It's a Monday night game. You don't know if they're going to school or not. They're probably coming a little bit early. But how important is it to get that fast start and see if you can kind of back them off a little bit? Yeah, well, you just go back to our last two games. You know, uh, against Watertown, we was able to come out, get get off to a good start, and uh, kind of just kind of build the lead the rest of the game. And, you know, made it made it kind of easy and so then uh, but against Westmoreland we, we didn't get off to that fast start and uh, we were sweating bullets there in the, in the fourth quarter and uh, uh, but again we got it going and, and was able to pull off a nice little comeback so so it's always it's better it's a lot easier makes you makes you a lot easier on the game if you can get off to that good start and kind of build the lead the rest of the game. That's head coach Rodney Pyle with the York Institute Dragons basketball team. We also had junior Heath Wattenbarger, Blaine York, a senior, and Jackson Conitzer, a junior as well. Guys, coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck coming up on Monday. Well, we appreciate everything y'all do, and uh, go Dragons. All right. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by head coach Tyler Sapp of the Van Buren County Girls Basketball Program. You're listening to the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Welcome back to the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. My name is Jacob Vincent. Jake Wallman back in the 93.7 studios here on Rock 93.7. Bring you the sights and sounds of Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. If you're out driving around, come get some good breakfast. You can check out the show as well as the Van Buren County Lady Eagles are 22-8 and on the year now after winning the Region 3 single-A title over Whitwell this past Wednesday, 53-41. We're joined now by Lady Eagles head coach Tyler Sapp. Coach, how did the girls get the job done against Whitwell Wednesday night? Um, you know, they, they played some, uh, we'll play some tough defense on us and try to shut down, uh, Layla and they're very successful in the first half. Uh, you know, we had to have some of our, uh, role players step up, like Caitlin Crane stepped up and scored 15 for us. Um, you know, we told her at halftime, you know, you just need to make two threes and all this, all this stuff they're doing defensively, it's going to open everything up for us because they're going to have to come out and guard you. And she come out and hit two threes in a row in the third quarter and then, it was kind of off to the races for us after that offensively. Um, and then 
you know, defensively stopped their best player. We held held their second best player to about four, to four points, and that was a big help for us. We had talked earlier in the season just about beating Whitwell in general once in the regular season. Now you've done it twice in the postseason. How much more confidence has your team gained in beating Whitwell twice and just playing some good basketball here down the stretch? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we they, they beat us four times last year. Um, and, you know, it's just it's good for the girls and good for us to be able to beat them because, you know, it's kind of turned into a little bit of a rivalry there with, with us and them going back and forth in the district championship games over the years and um it last what five five years uh every game we've played has been tight and it's just been um so it's really good to be able to to beat them and get the upper hand over them this year coach nine wins in a row now in games that you have played after falling to Whitwell back on January 24th I know over that stretch Allen has kind of gotten back into the lineup after returning from her injury but how well is your team playing right now um you know I mean we're, we're we're clicking pretty well. Uh, you know, we've uh, like you said, we've run I think ten game win streak. Um, last game we lost was against Whitwell. Um, you know, so we're 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 just kind of like I said, everybody's kind of Emily's getting a little more comfortable after coming back from her injury. Um, you know, and it's helped Layla out, giving her another somebody else is another option that can um, kind of create their own shot. And then uh, you know, Caitlin Caitlin stepped up and been scoring for us a lot. Of course, Caitlin's defense is always there, but when she can score, um, we're really, really, really good. And, you know, kind of our magic number is just kind of score 50. Um, that's kind of the way we, we want to try to get to 50 because um, I feel like our defense is good enough to hold people to 48 or right around 50. Um, so, But our offense has been clicking a little better, and, you know, I think that's one of the reasons we've been so successful down the stretch here. Talking with head coach Tyler Sapp of the Van Buren County Girls Basketball Program right here inside the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Well, coach, you get a Clark Range team that you've seen twice already this year split in the regular season. You first lost to them 52-41, but then you won the second game 56-49 in the final week of the regular season. What do you expect to see from the Lady Buffaloes here in game number three? Uh, you know, anytime you play Clark Range, you know it's going to be tough. Uh, historic program. They're always really, really good. Obviously, you know, he's he's won 1,300 games. They're very well coached, uh, you know, so you kind of know what, what to expect. They're not going to – they're typically not going to beat themselves. Um, they're not going to make mistakes. Um, so when they do make mistakes, you kind of have to capitalize off of, their, off of those mistakes because they're few and far between. Um, you know, sub-state, it's going to be a crazy hostile environment. It's the first time we've had a sub-state game at home since 2015 2016 so i know the kids are excited the fans are excited so it's going to be it's going to be a wild crazy environment hopefully our crowd can uh, help us out tomorrow night coach going off of that you mentioned the first time since 2015 2016 you win the region championship you get a host sub state and take on a historic program in clark range well, well go back to wednesday night what was that moment like when you guys did win the region championship against one of your rivals in whitwell uh, i mean you know obviously everybody's excited but you know, we, we, that was that was a step that we needed to take in order to get a sub-state game at home, and that was you know one of our goals for the year. But we, we understand that we want to get to the state tournament, so the job's not done. I mean, we were excited, we were happy, but we were also, you know, ready for the t the next step and the next task at hand because that's that's our end goal is to make it to, make it to Murfreesboro, and you know we're we're happy, but we're not satisfied.
Well, you guys made that last year, and uh, obviously that was a historic run for your team as well. A chance to do it again this year against a good Clark Range team if you're able to get a win. And you mentioned hosting the substate and hoping that it'll be a hostile environment. How important is it that you guys do get to host it, play on your home floor, and, and how, how excited is the Spencer community for this ball game? Um, you know, I'm there. I, I don't know how many tickets we've sold already, but I'm sure they're they're uh, they're probably out sold out already. But uh, I, I know the community's excited. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time since we the boys the boys had a substate game last year, and that place was packed. Uh, so I'm sure they're very excited. It's going to be it's going to be wild and it's going to be crazy. Uh, if you've never been to a game in Spencer, you know it's even a regular season game is typically wild and crazy. There's you know just the bleachers are just typically full all the time so uh it's good to have that community support and it makes the makes the kids feel good and it gives us that home home court advantage lastly coach what does your team have to do well to make a second straight state appearance in murfreesboro uh we gotta take care of the ball um sometimes we have a tendency to turn the ball over quite a bit um and you know we just, you just can't do that against clark range against a team who's not going to turn the ball over uh typically so you know we we have to have to take care of the ball and then um you know, number two on that list would be uh, rebound. Half to out rebound. We've been a pretty good rebounding team all year long, and you know we we got two six footers. So as long as they crash the boards hard, we should win that rebounding battle. And you know, rebounding rebounding wins championship games. And we've got to make sure that we can offensive rebound and defensive rebound. Usually comes down to fundamentals, and especially here in March. That's head coach Tyler Sapp with the Van Buren County Girls Basketball Program as they get ready for Clark Range in the sub-state matchup. Coach, we appreciate the time. As always, good luck. Uh, thank you. We'll talk some Stone Memorial Boys basketball coming up next on the program as you listen to the High School Playbook live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville presented by Mountain Barn Builders. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Welcome back to the High School Playbook, live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Woodville, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. We're now joined by head coach Neil Capps of the Stoke Memorial Panthers Boys Basketball Program. Panthers fell to a red-hot White County team in the Region 4-3A title game on Wednesday night. Coach, what did the Warriors do a good job of to make it difficult for your team? White County just playing at their capabilities. We all in the league, you know, all the way back in October, knew what kind of team they were. And uh, they're, they're, they're hitting their stride right now. They're playing really well. They're playing with a lot of chemistry. And they're playing with a lot of purpose. You know, offensively, uh, we really struggled to stay in front of them and get stops. And defensively, you know, they um, they executed their defensive game plan almost perfection. And they, you know, they they uh, they defended. They rebounded really well. Um, and they, they're playing with purpose. And they're playing with energy. And uh, they they really wanted it. And uh, that that. That, they just stifled us, and um, and uh, you know we, you know that's that's just part of basketball. You know, I told our kids, you know, uh, you're going to have nights like that. It was unfortunate that we had a had an off night like that uh, on night number uh, thirty of the year on our thirtieth game of the year. It's unfortunate, but hey, uh, hats off to Sparta because they flat out just went out and played. 
um, competed and, and done what they're supposed to do. And the fortunate thing is you guys are still playing basketball. You get that sub-state game coming up on Monday against a very good Fulton team. We'll get into that coming up in just a little bit. Coach, it's the second loss you've taken to White County. You guys met them in the district semifinals, and you've mentioned how they're starting to kind of find their stride and, and ex- essentially play how everyone expected them to play here late in the season. Is it more of that, them coming to their stride, or were there a couple of things that you think your team could have done a better job of? Well, the last game, uh, I mean, the the first game of the postseason, the district tournament, I, I just I chalked that one up to uh, we we had nine days off, and you know, it, there's nothing that prepares you better for a game than playing games. Mm-hmm. The the energy, the effort, the the, uh, the the speed, the physicality, it's hard to mimic that in uh, in practice for the simple fact that you know you don't have your you know, you don't have a team full of, of, you know, starters, you know. Uh, and uh, so having those nine days off and trying to make sure you you have good rest and you, you let them refresh a little bit and get their legs back and but still compete and stay prepared, it's really difficult. And, you know, we, we come out and, I mean, just just kind of was flat in that game. But there was no excuses this this last game. We had played the uh, same amount of games. We'd been playing, you know, uh, every every other night or every third night. Uh, and this game was just a game where we uh, we just got outplayed, and th- that's it. So there's really no reason other than you know you're just going to have that in the flow of the game. Uh, I like you know I wish I wish we could have one more. Uh, one more opportunity to play them because you know then you, we would hopefully we'd be, try to make our adjustments and, and try to be better and more successful than there. But uh, that's just how that's just how basketball is sometimes. It they just uh, you know you you can look at reasons however you want. At, at the end of the night, you got to go out there and make plays to be successful, and and, and uh, they've been making more of those against us here lately. Talking with head coach Neil Caps of the of the Stone Memorial Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned how uh, you had the long break before the first time you played them. Now you get a little bit of an extra day of rest before the sub-state game coming up on Monday because you guys did play that region title game Wednesday night rather than Thursday night. Do you like having that extra day getting ready for this Fulton team? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I let them have yesterday off, uh, yesterday Thursday off, because that was our 12th day in a row where we were either practicing, doing scouting report, or or playing. So we have been, we've really been at it and really been uh, really been busy. So I, I let them have uh, the yesterday off, and unfortunately, it looks like I'm going to have to give them today off too because we're under severe tornado warnings, which said it could been they say it could be some of the worst weather we've had in years here. Uh, according to the, the weatherman, so I'm going to use an abundance of caution here and give them today off. Which again, after 12 consecutive days doing something, I'm not really worried about that. You know, I, I, I've watched Fulton. We've we've seen Fulton last year. They they didn't graduate hardly any kid. We 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 have a good idea what Fulton's going to do. You know, we've been competing. Some Memorial has been competing against uh, Coach Wright and the Fulton Falcons for. Uh, 15 years now and we know what their identity is we know how they play they got a bunch of really quality young men uh, over there you know the the Kimber twins Tyler Lee and that bunch they uh, they know how to play the game the right way they're going to get up defend us they're going to defend the right way they're they're really efficient offensively 
they attack the rim. They're physical. They rebound. They take charges. They're they're going to be one of the toughest opponents. You know, I even put that on the scouting report. You know, on paper, they're the the probably the best or second best thing that we'll played all year on paper. Them and and Knox Webb, and Knox Webb is playing in the final four of the private school state tournament today. So that's that's the way I look at Fulton. Fulton's really going to be prepared. They're, they've got all the tools that, that, you know, they can make a run at Murfreesboro, but I feel we do too. So I'm, uh, I'm excited for the opportunity. I know the boys are excited for the opportunity. So we're, uh, we're just looking forward to getting back at it tomorrow morning. Going to be a fun matchup for Stone Memorial, taking on a really good Fulton team coming up on Monday in the sub-state round of the state tournament. That's head coach Neil Caps with the Stone Memorial Panthers. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck in the sectional round come Monday. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and God bless. Give a special shout out and a thank you to all the coaches who joined us on the High School Playbook this morning. Live from Chick-fil-A in Cookville on Interstate Drive, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Anthony Lippy of the Warren County Girls Basketball Team. Tyler Sapp of the Van Buren County Girls Basketball Team. Michael Green of York Institute Girls Basketball. Kevin Thomas from Jackson County Boys. Rodney Pyle, Blaine York, Heath Wattenbarger, and Jackson Connitzer joined us live today from the York Institute Boys and Neil Caps right there from the Stone Memorial Boys Basketball Program. A lot of action coming up tonight in sub-state games. Van Buren County taking on Clark Range. Pickett County gets Whitwell. The York Institute Dragonettes host East Nashville. Upperman Lady Bees will take on Signal Mountain. Livingston Academy goes on the road to Saudi Daisy. And the Cookville Lady Cavaliers will take on Hillsboro at home. We'll have coverage of three of those games. WLIV gets the Livingston game against Saudi Daisy starting at 540 Central Time, 640 Eastern Time. Pickett County and Whitwell on UC Sports Nation. And the Cookville Lady Cavaliers will be hosting Hillsboro on New Stock 94.1. For Jake Wallman, I'm Jacob Vinson saying so long from the High School Playbook live from Chick-fil-A in Cookville on Interstate Drive presented by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com or see your building up close. Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action online now. UCSportsNation.com.